atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, and a two-hour hard-hitting talk radio bonanza. So your favorite person, Mitt Romney, Sheriff Richard Mack, is in the news, and he's saying, hey, man, you got to leave Hunter Biden alone. Quit picking on that guy. It's all political. There's nothing here. Move along, gentlemen. Let's have uh, Sheriff respond to that, and Kurt's next. Sheriff? Well, I guess that just reiterates uh, when I said that uh, I would vote for Mitt Romney, that we would end up fight, be, uh, even if he did make president, we would end up fighting him almost as much as we would be uh, Obama. Um, and that was the big time uh, epitome of the lesser of two evils, because I don't see what in the world he's not seeing about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden got a job because of his last name. He was getting ill-gotten gains uh, from a corrupt company. Uh, uh, Biden knew it. Biden absolutely knew it. Hunter admitted that he got the job uh, when interviewed, I think, on CBS or ABC. I think it was ABC. Admitted that uh, he was pretty sure that he got the job because he had no qualifications, that he got it because of his dad. And in retrospect, he probably shouldn't have done it. He's also uh, involved in paternity suits where he doesn't take responsibility of, uh, from, of fathering children uh, with, I think, at least a couple of different women. So you're talking about just a spoiled little brat that doesn't have any kind of real job. The only job that he's been able to really get uh, is because of his dad's name and influence. And that's the same thing with Hillary Clinton. It's the same thing with a bunch of others in, in Washington, D.C. It is the epitome of the swamp. And Mr. Romney has no clue that with the rest of us who really are concerned about corruption in Washington, D.C., want that swamp drained. And Trump is not going to – I mean, sorry. Romney is not going to help because that's what Trump wants to do, and it will make Trump look good if he did. But uh, I have to tell, I would say this to Mr. Romney. You, sir, are a liar. Other than that, it's not so bad, huh, Kurt? Great point. Uh, I mean, he's got good hair. I mean, you know, I mean, hey. Think about not as good a hair as Donald. <laughs> good point. And then uh, speaking of hair, I mean, Sheriff Max, you know, got, got Romney on that, you know. So, I mean, you know. Uh, he's he's a an expert on that area, you know. I got the a la Reagan hair. Yes, you do. What else? Well, so what do you want to what do you want to think uh, about it though, I Kurt? I, my problem I mean, with this whole thing with Romney though is this: Why is he basically literally attacking all Republicans? He's literally attacking anything to do that's good and honorable. In other words, I don't care which side of the aisle. Uh, I want, if there's wrongdoing, I want it cleaned up and I want transparency. I'm not a partisan politician. Uh, you know what? I don't think this is political. Hunter Biden literally was involved there. Uh, you know what? Joe Biden literally bragged about it. This is beyond debate stuff, Sheriff. And the problem is that now you're literally having Utah's senator try to run interference uh, for this criminal activity. Pretty soon he's going to be saying, leave Hillary alone. Pretty soon he's going to be saying... I'll leave, and pretty soon, you know, where do we go with this? Where does this end? 
I mean, you've got Romney in the middle of the swamp from Utah like no other, as far as I can see. And the Democrats are being protected, and the Republicans are being attacked by Utah's Republican senator. Yeah, um, I, I, I really, I really would like to um, get into Romney's brain a little bit. I'd really like to interview him. You probably ought to try to get him on the show so he could explain some of this. But what could he possibly be thinking? This is so obvious on Hunter Biden. The, the criminality of it is so obvious. The corruption of it is so obvious. And that even Hunter has suggested that, that it was probably wrong and he didn't really think it out too well. Uh, but he could do the same with Hillary, and he doesn't say anything about her either. Uh, and it's almost like he's accepting the corruption of Washington, D.C. He ex- totally accepts uh, the swamp. But he tries to act like he's on some moral high ground because he's a Mormon and he has uh, and, and this church is his base and the, the essence of his life that he will not uh, he could not uh, go along with the rest of the Republicans and exonerate the president when uh, it was such an innocuous thing, comparatively speaking, especially to what the Bidens have done. Uh, how does he explain that he has such a moral compass? that guides him uh, to even take this horrible step of going against his own uh, other senator from his state and everybody else uh, uh, in his state that uh, didn't agree with him. And then he, yet he gives Biden, both Bidens, a free pass because there's nothing there. Oh, my gosh. He's either an idiot or a liar, and I really think he's a liar. Kurt? What do you say to all that? He's our senator. Well, you know, I know that nobody will agree with this, and that is uh, I think he has this massive ego. And, um, you know, um, <laughs> Mitt Romney, uh, what, I mean, if, if let's say he just was going to toe the standard Republican line, Who's going to cover that? There's not going to get. He's not going to get any big coverage for that. Um, and this is a way that he can be talked about, and he can be brought up on the national scene. He can have all these requests for comment. I mean, Mitt Romney loves that kind of thing, at least in my opinion. Now, some would say, "Oh, Kurt, you know, you're just saying that because you're, you know, um, sour grapes. You you wish you could get all that coverage." Well, I know what I wish, and you might think that that's what I wish, but I don't wish that. But I, that's how my analysis of, of Mitt Romney. There you go. I, no, I, I don't disagree with that. I think, uh, I think that's got some validity to it. But I would also think that he would be trying to use that for something, Kurt, that he would actually be saying, oh, yeah, you know, the Republicans just don't have it. I probably shouldn't have been a Republican all this time. I'm going to the Democrats so he can be vice president of the United States under with Biden. Uh, he would be. Well, there's there's all these different uh, parties, I think. Um, I, I know that we only really have two, you know, but I think that, you know, each party's made up of a whole bunch of parties, uh, kind of like they do over, uh, what, in Israel or, you know, England or whatever. Um, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the Never Trumper Party or the uh, Insider Establishment Romney or Republican Party, uh, but he's, he's part 
part of that one and you know there's there's other different parties inside the main parties i think well well true uh, yeah i i i can't disagree with that either uh, but romney's playing the game and playing politics to the extent that his his uh, claim of m mormon morality uh, just wouldn't let him do that when it's obvious he does uh he's the one that supported um homosexuality and 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 laws pertaining to uh gay marriage and all that while he was uh governor of Massachusetts and he also uh hugely compromised on abortion so he could fit in politically so what is this doing what is he doing and i, I don't well, know what his uh, end game is for sure i agree with kurt about the that, uh, abortion was against our tenants you know well, the other thing I'll t I'll throw in, um, you know, a little while back, I had a little interaction with one of my neighbors, um, you know, and, you know, I had upset him because I made a comment about global warming and, you know, I was having to push a bunch of snow and he said, well, I know you think that, uh, you know, that doesn't really exist, but I think it exists. And, you know, and now the liar in chief, you know, he's talking about the president gets off and, you know, I think uh, Mitt Romney's a hero, you know, he's the only one that tells the truth. And I'm like, wow. You know? uh, so, you know, um, there are some of the people that view him in that way as as almost a savior in America. And and I guess maybe that's the other part that, you know, it's hard for me to see. Yeah. Well, I find it very, very strange. I don't understand the end game for Mitt Romney. But what I find interesting about it is what would a guy like Romney need to be in politics for anyway? I mean, look, you've got plenty of money in your corporate life. You come from a dynasty family. You know, why don't you just kind of let it go and do your own thing and just step out of politics? Why why compromise yourself your whole life long? What's the advantage to sit up there and hear a bunch of windbags in the swamp spew in the Senate and then to make horrible votes that betray your religion? I mean, I don't even understand the appeal, Sheriff. Yeah, the, the really rich people uh, that I know, though, always want more. They always want to make their uh, empires bigger. And I know some really nice generous, compassionate, charitable, rich people. I also know just the opposite, uh, who are very selfish, but they always want more. They're always trying to make everything bigger and better and more of it. Because if I were a Mitt Romney, who has lots of kids and lots of grandkids, I would, I would not want to tie myself down to the United States Senate and all that corruption. I'd want to spend time with my, my grandkids and and working with them to make sure their futures are are solid and working with my children and, and maybe do a foundation to to try to help uh, people throughout the world. And maybe the Romneys do that. I'm not saying they don't. But I know that I would much rather spend time with my grandkids at this time in my life instead of being tied to the Senate. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to you about global warming coming up, you deniers. Liberty Roundtable Live.
You've heard the name Lavoie Finnicum. Now, hear Lavoie Finnicum in his own words. Honor the Republic. Uphold this Constitution. Let us quit talking. Please take peaceful action. That is why I'm here. Liberty Hall Lectures presents Dead Man Talking, screening and fundraiser. Come together with us to view the newly completed DVD series, Lavoie, Dead Man Talking, Episode 2, Friday, February 28th at 6 p.m. at Liberty Hall in Far West Utah. Come meet Lavoie Finnegan's widow, Jeanette. Learn about her mission to bring about justice for the wrongful murder of her husband. That's Friday, February 28th, 6 p.m. at Liberty Hall, 3677 North, Highway 126 in Far West Utah. There's no need to RSVP. Admission is free, and your generous donations are appreciated. Join us Friday, February 28th at 6 p.m. at Liberty Hall. This event is sponsored by One Cowboy's Stand for Freedom, the Center for Self-Governance, and the Loving Liberty Radio Network. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. So you got a big old issue going on. They blame it on global warming. But AccuWeather is predicting that March will be an active month for tornadoes, forecasting more than double the average of 75 tornadoes in the month. So they say hey, it's going to be a whole lot more like April or May for Tornado Alley. It's going to be crazy. Uh, and expect it to get worse because of global warming. It's going to be like it's April and May and stuff like that. And I would agree with their assessment. I would disagree with their blame. In other words, they say it's global warming. I would say that it's God's punishment for the people not obeying God's laws. Now, I'm not saying that the people in Oklahoma or wherever they, the uh, tornadoes are the most um, concentrated, that, that it's it's specifically them. I think our nation is being punished. We're getting natural and God-made disasters because of our disobedience to his laws. And uh, I'm not just saying it's them. We're just as bad in Utah. We just discussed our senator selling us down the river and the promotion of Sanders for socialism. So Utah's not any better than Oklahoma or Kansas or some of these other tornado alley places. But I do believe it's God's punishment. Now, they say these tornadoes usually come at night, making it harder for folks to deal with them. Uh, and we got this increased activity. They don't talk about God ever, Kurt. Well, that's that's very accurate, Sam. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Rush Limbaugh pointed out in one of his pieces, uh, or at least in one of his uh, presentations that I saw WorldNet Daily piece on, where he said the reason Joe Biden flubbed that whole uh, Declaration of Independence thing uh, was that he was going to have to mention God. And, you know, that at least for the Democrats is one of those uh 
uh, unpublished um, what things you don't do and uh, I think he's you know pretty much on target on that all right do you have a comment on this one sheriff we've said it on your show before and I think it's one of the biggest farces that has ever happened to uh, the world and uh, you know it's obvious with their propaganda scheme first it's global cooling then it's global warming then it's oh well if anything happens it's climate change uh, but yes, uh, read the Bible and look at the predictions of the, the change of weather patterns. And, uh, you know, uh, th- this whole thing, uh, if they look back at the Ice Age, would they please tell us uh, who caused that? Was it the dinosaurs or was it too much flatulence from all the uh, animals on the planet? Uh, you know, there was no... Uh, carbon emissions from cars, obviously. Uh, so what are they going to blame that on? And, and they're always they're always taking a path to destroy humanity, uh, either through abortion, because that's uh, a constitutional right. What I mean, what, how far off do we have to get? Uh, and, and so I, I just look at this at the at the debaseness of our society and especially uh, our politics and our United Nations and the secret combinations behind all this must be laughing their heads off. Hey, who's the DHS chief right now, Kurt? Mm, Department of Homeland Security. Chief. Uh, I think I saw something about yeah, that. Yeah, your headline says DHS chief. More than okay. 700 miles of border wall oh, already okay. built. And what, more on the way? Well, that's. Well, I guess the, it's 700 miles sense. built or on the way, right? Yeah, or on the way, you know, and so, uh, you know, you've, in other words, you've just got uh, some of it being done, the, the least of what the president promises, promised, and uh, which is so unusual when you get politicians' promises. Well, and you think about the fight he's had to even get that built and, and funded and whatever else, and you just go, wow, you know, it's amazing that anything can get done to some degree, Sheriff. I didn't hear the best part. It's amazing you can get anything done. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got 700 miles built around the way being built or whatever, and I'm just defending the president a little bit and well, saying already, it's surprising already, you can get anything done with these people. Well, yeah, but there's already been three different news stories to say how they're already circumventing the fence. Uh, they're tearing it down. They're going over it. They're going under it. You know, they're flying through it. Uh, you know, I, I, you know. Has there ever been a time, if this coronavirus thing is, has any legitimacy to it, that we should be securing our borders? And the Democrats are still saying, yay, bring everybody across, don't secure it, we don't need any health stations there, we don't need any uh, security at our borders. And, and of course the Democrats are going to say that, because they don't care anything about national security or the coronavirus. All they care about is winning. And, and it's never been uh, more obvious uh, in the history of our our political uh, status in this country, they don't care about any of this as long as they can use it against Trump or they can take the the White House back. And they know that they're getting a huge voter block with all these people that come in uh, here in our country illegally. And they know that eighty percent of those people are going to be voting for them. So, yeah, that's it. That's the explanation. 
Nick. So this guy's uh he's the acting secretary, his name is Chad Wolf. He was uh talking at CPAC uh and he basically said uh so we have hundred and twenty six new miles in the ground today. We have over two hundred under construction and another four hundred in the pre construction phase. Uh so anyway that's that's answering your question, Sam. Wow. Isn't that kind of shocking, Kurt? Well, it's shocking we even got any. Uh, I mean, I remember. Well, that's what the, I'm saying. Remember the, remember the whole uh, deal back in the days of where's the beef? Uh, ah, there was that ah. uh, Wendy's lady that would say where's the beef, and it was, you know, hardly any beef in your hamburger. And and then somebody said where's the wall? Uh, they were doing that when you know the promises were made but not kept. So it's nice to. You know, be able to say, hey, something's getting done. Well, and it's surprising that, like I say, that they can get anything done. And, uh, you know, I agree with Sheriff that, hey, there's people trying to break it down and cause trouble. And the fight's on over our border. Like I mentioned last hour, 328 Chinese nationals are trying to get into our country and stuff. And they got caught. But just imagine, I mean, how many of those folks are infected with the coronavirus? I mean, viruses uh, are believed to live on inanimate objects to up to nine days, according to the headline Kurt just sent me on this thing. And so I'm just saying, and I know you said that before, Kurt, but I'm adding this headline and I want to repeat it again. When 328 China people come in illegally to our country, I mean, it's just, wow. So there you have it. Um, All right, next headline. Coronavirus prompts a whole city... To act like Sam Bushman's home, Kurt. <laughs> to act like Sam. Well, what? To act like my home. You'll see. Listen up. Oh, okay. Well, it says it says coronavirus prompts a whole city to try homeschooling, in Hong Kong, thousands of students are learning online while schools are closed, and they say often in small apartments where parents are also working. Um, see, it's just I like think, my house. Uh, we homeschool and work in a very small space, and it's almost identical right. for us, Kurt. They're following sandwich. You guys are here camping out there at home and uh what are you you're self-quarantining yeah that's right yes i am you know me i follow my own advice but what do you think in hong kong they're doing what i've been doing for literally decades sheriff they got a bunch of, you know kids at home schooling and then you got parents working in the same household all together uh as a family unit and everything like that no government school involved sir well my uh brother-in-law my wife's brother has always uh done homeschooling and then when they reached the high school age, uh, he gave them the prerogative to continue at home or to uh, go to high school. Uh, and then he also uh, allowed some of them to, well, make the decision on their own. Uh, some, some continued on with the homeschooling. Some went to high school. But all of them uh, went to seminary uh, with the other high school kids. Um, I don't think we could have ever done it, Sam. Uh, I, I discussed this with my wife numerous times. She said no way. She thought it was going to be uh, too time-consuming and just too much on her. And, uh, you know, I left it to her uh, to decide. In retrospect, uh, if we had done the thing about uh, finally going to high school uh, and letting them choose, I think most of our kids would have gone to high school uh, but um, 
I don't know, their lives would have been way different, but I, in retrospect, I wish we had done it. Well, it's something that's important. It's something that everybody doesn't do perfectly. But again, we need to really start to take control of our child's health, control of our child's education, control of our family dynamic, control of, okay, our society's just running off the rails. Um, as far as I can stand with a lot of these problems, right? Well, and I will say this about what Sheriff Mack just said. I mean, uh, hindsight's your always your best view, um, yes, at least in my opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, you really look at this whole homeschooling thing and uh, that kind of thing, and you can say, at least to me, the best part is you, you've spent time together. And family, it's about time. Amen to that. All right, I want to talk about a UPS worker in California. We'll do it in seconds. And then we'll talk about Abby Johnson's telling us we better pray right now. Listen to the wind blow. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump has signed a more than $8 billion funding package approved by Congress to help fight the coronavirus outbreak in the United States. Meanwhile, the president canceled a planned trip to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. The White House saying the visit would distract health officials while they're trying to stop the spread of the virus. President Trump holding a town hall that was sponsored by Fox News in Scranton, Pennsylvania last evening asked about his tough, no-nonsense style of politics, he says. Call it fake news. I've used that, and people are using that, I guess, all over the world right now, and that's the way it is. We have to fight back. If we don't fight back, you won't be a fan of mine very long. A better-than-expected jobs report for February showing around 273,000 jobs were created nationwide. And this is USA Radio News. Maybe you could relate to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. The great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare, and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family is 500 bucks a month major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MediShare, it's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So yes, they can help share your needs too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative, whether you're single or married, you got a family. MediShare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Former Hollywood executive Harvey Weinstein is going to New York City's infamous Rikers Island Jail. Weinstein's been in Bellevue Hospital since complaining of chest pains after a jury found him guilty last month of sex charges, including third-degree rape. Weinstein will now be sentenced next Wednesday. President Trump at a town hall event sponsored by Fox News in Scranton, Pennsylvania last night, ridiculing Joe Biden for gaffes. But he also said 150 million people were killed with guns and he was running for the United States Senate. Support me. I'm running for the United States. There's something going on there. 
Meanwhile, the latest Democratic presidential primary poll from Reuters Ipsos shows Biden with a big lead over Bernie Sanders. It shows the former VP with 45% support, giving him a 13-point advantage over the Vermont Senator Sanders. And you're listening to USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, they say that a California UPS worker planned a mass shooting. USA Today with a news story. They stopped it. They caught him. They got it. They're acting like they're heroes, but sheriff, they got so much gun control down there in California, this thing can't even happen, buddy. (laughs) Uh, That poor governor in uh, California. Uh, Talk about a guy who has no clue. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I really like the part. Uh, there was actually an email from uh, our our CSPOA director in uh, for the state of Arizona, where he said Trump doesn't have any right to interfere with uh, California uh, shutting off all the water to their farms, which has been going on for about ten years or more, and, and all in the name of environmentalism, of course, and saving the the little sucker minnow fish or whatever. Um, and yet destroying uh, all this farmland. And, and Trump even said he was traveling through that area and saw I've, I've done the same thing. Every now and again you'll find a green spot in the middle of all this desolation that uh, this policy has caused. And, and I told sheriffs 10 years ago in California, uh, there was 25 of them who opposed this. I said, hey, you know what? March up to that uh, dam and turn the water back on and put the federal government on notice and warn them. Uh, that they better not turn it off again. And they should be telling that to uh, Obama when uh, Obama was doing it and allowing it, and the governor. So they had a conspiracy between uh, the president and the governor of California to turn off the water. Trump, on the other hand, was going to say, hey, we're going to turn it back on. And somebody says states' rights doesn't allow him to do that. The ultimate goal is liberty, not states' rights, not state sovereignty. It, just like JFK, when he sent the troops down to uh, force Governor Wallace to allow blacks into University of Alabama, that was the right thing to do. Why? Because it's promoted what our country believes, and that is equality. And they didn't have any right to stop blacks from going into the university. They were qualified students. They have a right to go to school, and they should have done it. And, and so I'm totally on the side of anybody who's standing for the principles of agency of equality and of liberty, that that's what we do. I would love to see that sort of uh, heroism and courage regarding abortion. All right, the Supreme Court's going to be taking on some abortion discussions. And Abby Johnson just emailed me. If you don't remember who Abby Johnson is, she's the lady that worked for Planned Parenthood. She was a Planned Parenthood employee of the year. She she literally doubles down and talks about how they have uh, literal uh, quotas in their contracts, if they run an abortion mill, etc., She's highlighted all that. She's been pro-life. She changed because she saw a baby trying to flee from the abortion suctions of the doctors, etc. And she quit that day and it changed. But she said her, her reality was eight years in the making. And she says, believe it or not, pro-life folks prayed for her. And so now she's standing up. And the headline that I got from Abby Johnson just the last five minutes says this. Abby Johnson, will you pray with me? 
I'm asking you to lift someone up in prayer that you might not have prayed for before. And she's saying, please pray for folks in these abortion mills that they will see the light as she did. And she goes on and talks about this, the movie uh, that's out. There's several movies about this, but what's that one that she was in called Unplanned? Uh, And she basically talks about how important this issue is right now as we pray for abortion workers to leave the industry and we pray for the Supreme Court to do the right thing. Now, Chucky Schumer uh, went crazy. He was with a pro-death rally, as far as I understand it. And um, it's hard to say, but he literally threatened two Supreme Court justices. Schumer, quote, I shouldn't have used those words. He clarifies criticism of court justices after rebuke from Chief Justice John Roberts. Um, Do you want to respond to this, Sheriff? I certainly hope that that means Roberts is going to take a stronger stand on principles of liberty and life. Uh, Because you've said this before, Sam. One of my kids at school asked me, well, are you pro-life? And I said, well, are you the opposite? And I said, yes. And I said, so you're pro-death. Right. No, I'm pro-choice. And I said, no, you're the opposite of pro-life. You're pro-death. And you've said that a lot, and I actually learned that uh, from you. Um, but this this is a very serious situation. I hope that movie was uh, called Unplanned because I actually want to get it. I went to it uh, twice when it was in the theaters, my wife and I both went to it. It was very powerful, uh, very penetrating. It was just absolutely so uh, sad. And But it, she was amazing. Uh, she had two abortions herself growing up because she was so misled by all of this. Uh, but she changed her life, and she's turned it over to God. And I, I do so admire her. And it was a great film, and that's what I said on your show, that I thought that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints should endorse the film and tell all the people in our church to uh, go to it and, and to support it and to support Abby and her mission. And uh, I, I will tell you, I've been disappointed with the response from our church on that. All right. So basically Schumer attacks Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch literally claims would pay the price were they to dismantle abortion rights? And then he walked his comments back and said, well, listen, hey, uh, you know, in New York and some of these places, we kind of talk a little bold there, but we don't mean any harm. This is just kind of my political uh, saying, you know, hey, you know, it won't be good politically if you do that. But literally, he violently threatened them. And the problem with this is you've got literally a leader of what, the Senate? Isn't Chuck Schumer the minority leader of the Senate? He is. All right, and this guy literally suggesting violence You'll pay a price. Uh, If anybody else said that on the Republican side of the aisle, they would be literally pushed out of office by now, Sheriff. Well, I saw some other uh, Fox News pundits say the same thing, and I even saw it a couple other places. uh, Because, uh, oh, my gosh, if Trump had said something like that, uh, he... My gosh, he would be tarred and feathered by now. But if you and I said something like that, holy moly, threatening uh, the Supreme Court like that, you know, they have one job. Uh, They're supposed to have the same job the rest of us have, to keep uh, their oath of office to uphold and defend the U.S. Constitution. And I really hope this emboldens Roberts 
and the others on the Supreme Court who've been fighting with Sotomayor lately. Uh, she's been telling them the same thing, that uh, you guys just follow politics. Like, Sotomayor doesn't follow the Democrat platform uh, 99.9%. And, and she's one to talk, and Schumer's one to talk. And I can't believe that somebody like Charles Schumer, who has, uh, in his own heritage, experienced the Holocaust, that it's okay now that we murder 40 million babies in this country. And for anybody to excuse that with the baby's not alive yet uh, is is so calloused and so uh, far off from the truth and from reality that is it any wonder we're in such trouble uh, in this country? Uh, My goodness, that we have changed the Constitution and perverted it so much now that we actually call killing a baby, even at birth, that we call that a constitutional right. Well, and here's what I find interesting about this. Uh, This guy just says, I'm from Brooklyn. I have strong language, but you know I didn't mean any harm to suggest otherwise is a gross mischaracterization. See, I don't see it that way. You can't threaten violence like this. And I don't understand how we're letting this guy get away with this, though. I I really don't. I mean, you know, brother. Okay, you. That's like Clinton saying he had the affair with Monica Lewinsky because he was he was under too much stress. And I'm Southern, and that's what we do in the South, you know? Yeah. Okay, but here's the deal, though. You've got Maxine Waters and Chuck Schumer, both sides, both coasts, if you will, literally making violent threats. Uh, remember, Maxine Waters said, hey, let's just harass conservatives wherever they are, in restaurants and everywhere they are. And then you hear Chuck Schumer say this. Um, the problem is people are going to take action according to their words, Sheriff. This is seriously dangerous. This is not a joke. Well, with all the inflammatory language being used on the left and all the violence being uh, acted upon and promoted by the left, uh, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, they're they're always so much against all these violent groups and these hate groups. Why doesn't why doesn't the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center come out and assail Chuck Schumer and his violent language? Uh, they won't, because it's not about their agenda. It's about uh, changing America. And if they're going to change America for the worse and get rid of our Constitution, that's what they want to do. And, and it's, remember the, it's a very scary thing that they've got going on. Very scary. Kurt? Yeah, remember the Republican softball game, right? Yeah, exactly. Wow. It was a really hardball, I guess, with the with the bullets flying. All right, well, let's see where we get here. A whole lot of news that it was refused to use in our final segment in seconds. Sam Curtin, the good sheriff. I think that we ought to have uh, Chucky Schumer removed over these kind of comments. You just can't say stuff like that, folks. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest, it's not as if it's just 
Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and, and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. Then you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to DefendAPatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. Live and on your radio, hard-hitting talk, the good Sheriff Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby. All in the muck, all in the mix, I should say. I should say in the muck. It seems like we're just in the swamp already, man. But anyway, uh, while Abby Johnson's saying, well, you pr- will you pray with me? You got Chuck Schumer literally threatening violence against the top couple of Supreme Court justices over the right to murder. He wants government to literally murder, and he basically threatens violence if you don't let murder continue unabated. It is shocking. I think he needs to be flat-out removed from office for this, but no one's even howling too much about it. A couple of people said, oh, you can't do that, and Robert spoke out and said, you're out of line. And, uh, but no one's really um, howling to the high heavens at all over this that I can see, Sheriff. No, they're not. Uh, you know, not nearly like what it would be, as we said, if it had been a Republican or you or me. Um, SPLC, of, of course, is the biggest hypocritical organization on the face of the planet. Yet they still get trained. They still train uh, lots of uh, of our federal agents. And, and so, I, I, Sam, this is why I said right before the break that this is really scary. That we could actually take an entire country and have them uh, a, a majority support killing human beings killing babies where else if we were based if our country was based on life liberty and the pursuit of happiness life being the number one thing of all the principles that our country is supposed to be protecting that our whole entire system of constitutional government and self-governance is based on life and protecting life where where would you protect life? I understand that when people are walking around and, and they're going through life that, yes, we would protect that. But wouldn't we be protecting it at its most innocent and defenseless stage, the elderly and the unborn? And we have one scripture that says it is not an embryo. We have a scripture that says Mary was great with child. It's a child in there. It has fingers. It has a brain. It has a heart that is beating. 
It eats food. It takes nutrition from the mother. She's nursing the baby. The babies respond to certain uh, stimuli outside uh, the womb. And they become very close with a singing mother or even a father who talks to it. And and then that we can, and this is what really gets me the most on all of this. This idiot, Governor Rotham, uh, who's pushing gun control and others, there's nothing worse that I've heard in politics ever than somebody who says, if the child survives an attempted abortion, we'll make sure it dies. We will commit murder on that child. And yeah, no one's really outraged about that very much either. Their real goal is that they can control life after it is born as well as before it is born. And this is astonishing to me, Sam, that we accept this in this country. Where in the world have we gone with our thinking process? And would, if Mitt Romney would ever stand for anything that was principle-based, we'd hear that from him. But no, we don't. And it is astonishing to me that we have allowed this to occur. Yes, it is. But, Kurt Crosby, it will help you and students reduce stress. Kurt? The sheriff's getting a little yeah. fired up. You've got to reduce the stress uh, there, buddy. I'm trying to remember this. Um, what was it? You're supposed to take a nap. I can't remember. It's in your 0304 story stories, Kurt. Okay, I'll check it here. So this, uh, but, uh, yeah, know, we need to relax like, a little you know, bit. Two days old yeah. on this one, you know? I'm catching up. Okay, good, sorry. You know? I knew it was. I knew it was here somewhere. I just couldn't remember. But it basically says students uh, can eliminate stress by spending yeah. just ten minutes oh, outdoors. Yeah. Believe it or not, they say it doesn't take very long for the positive benefits to kick in, Sheriff. So you got to get out there in that sun, get some of that vitamin D, and you'll just chill right out, buddy. That's right. I and won't be and so, then you you're not so all closed up. Murder. Well, I, so I, then I somebody can't sneeze well, on you. Sucking on a, a honey stick. And, Good point. And then I'm getting vitamin D and whatever vitamins honey has, especially natural honey that has not been pasteurized. Um, and uh, my goodness, uh, how could you beat that? And I would also, as soon as I got home, take my vitamin C, which I've already taken this morning. Yeah, it's like two-factor vitamin D going on, you know? Yeah. You got to like that. You know, that's kind of interesting, though. They say it'll reduce some stress getting outdoors. And, and I agree. Taking a breath of fresh air, feeling the, the sun on your face makes you kind of think that God loves you. And you kind of feel a little better about the world and life and society. And you just feel health, you know, pouring into your body. And you just feel good about things. And, you know, there's a lot to it, Kurt, I think. Well, you're exactly right. And, uh, you know, uh, if you'll track. The infectious, I, I don't know, diseases or whatever. Years ago, we had, uh, uh, you know, a potential um, advertiser that was a drugstore, and I uh, was checking with them like in February about uh, sponsoring some programs we put on the radio. In fact, it was uh, wrestling on the radio. And they, uh, I asked him, well, how's everything going? He said, man, it's great. Uh, everybody's sick. Um, <clears throat> and I just thought, Wow. You know, to be in a business where you're just really happy that everybody's sick, it's just kind of rough. But uh, what what you see when people are all cooped up, whether it's in the government schools that, in my opinion, are vectors of disease um, uh, or in any other confined environments, is 
somebody sneezes and coughs and it spreads easily. So when you have the better weather, and you mentioned this earlier, uh, then people start getting out, uh, get outdoors, uh, that kind of stuff, and then they are less confined. And hey, it's good for a lot of things, I think. Don't you think? Yes, I do, but I still think I'm looking up the vitamins in raw honey while we're talking there. But uh, Patty wants to chime well, in. Well, I you can see it says. Seconds. Oh, okay, good. Patty, you're giving us dead air, buddy. Go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you know, we have a dark, foggy, or misty day. All that fog and mist disappears when the sun comes out. When you have a dark, stressful type situation in your life, you go outside, not only feel the sun, S-U-N, but you feel great when the sun, S-O-N, comes out into your life. Amen to that. Uh, all that Amen. Capital S. And my dad a long time ago said, you wait and see. There's going to come a time on this planet when you've got those who follow Lucifer and those who follow God. And I'm just sitting back and I'm looking at the people of this planet. And I'm like, you know what? I think that's what we've got. We've got a division here. I'm so grateful for you, Sam, you, Kurt, you, Sheriff Mack. You're in my prayers. You really are. For three wonderful men who are God-loving, family-loving, and country-loving constitutionalists. Thank you. Love your show. You guys have a great day. We try to do that. Patty's right, and I'm grateful for her prayers, and I'm grateful for her support. We're grateful for her, man. But let me give you a little update on Raw Honey, too, just so Kurt can know. I got the Raw Honey breakdown here. (laughs) You got um, glucose and fructose in honey. Right. And then honey contains all of the B-complex vitamins. You got A- you got C, you got D, you got E. You also have raw honey containing 22 amino acids, 27 minerals, not to mention a spectrum of vitamins. So there you have it, Kurt. Man, Kurt's silent on that. What do you think, Sheriff? Well, I think absolutely. Maybe we should try a little bit of more John the Baptist, locust and honey. Uh, but... Uh... We've uh, filled our diets with a bunch of puke, but uh, and I'm guilty of that. Uh, <laughs> and I wish uh, I wish my mom hadn't brought us up with such a sweet tooth because man, we could always count on her making that uh, that fudge she made. And also every Sunday it was it was either Rocky Road uh, brownies or hot fudge Sundays, homemade. All right, and, Kurt. Uh, Kurt wants to wrap up by talking about Rush Limbaugh, Kurt. All right. Well, and I I want to highlight what you said, uh, Sam. But on the raw honey before thing, um, I think there's a lot of things in the, in it that even the scientists don't know. That's um, probably good for us. It, well, it's almost right. like God sure. made it for us. You Ooh, know, imagine that. Uh, but I just but pointed anyway, out the things uh, we do know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There you go. And that's plenty uh, of good and, right there. Even so. Very good. On this Rush Limbaugh thing, I did mention it a little bit before, but uh, he says, uh, colon, uh, this is a World Net Daily piece, Biden's latest flub actually wasn't a mistake. The doctor of democracy says there's only one thing the Democrats can never mention, and he's talking about the G word, Sam. Yeah, God. And, uh, you know, would have been the creator uh, that Biden would have mentioned. And, you know, that would have uh, alienated a lot of his. Yeah, uh, now here's what I don't understand, though. What the heck is a doctor of of democracy? Who the heck's that? 
Well, that's what people call him, and Who? they need to call. They call Rush Limbaugh. Is the that because Rush doesn't understand we're a republic? Maybe Rush doesn't that's get exactly it. Exactly, a very important point. Uh, because I think Rush should be saying, "I'm up. not the doctor of democracy at all. I'm a constitutional advocate of a republic." A, yeah, or a representative of the republic. Well, he's not know, a representative because like we haven't elected you know? him. You know. Well, we're all representatives of it, you know. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm just, most people don't want to be confused with an elected representative, you know. I don't, anyway. Good point. Now, I represent the Constitution, that's for sure. Uh, and I advocate for a republic, like, but like I'm not a republic rep representative because uh, I'm not elected. Yeah. But uh, what do you think, though? They call him the doctor of democracy, and I would reject that term if it were me, Sheriff, because it's flat out uh, uh, wrong. It's not even what we are. And if he believes in a democracy, I stand against Rush. I hate to tell everybody, but uh, Fox News totally promotes Democracy 2020. That's their whole slogan for the election year, Democracy 2020. And so here I am telling my kids, yesterday on the midterm, guess what I asked? I said, name one thing that our country, what a very common brainwashing that has happened in our country today. And uh, after all that we've talked since the beginning of the year, I did not give them an answer. They, I said, you're on your own. Most of them put that America is a democracy. Why? It's a brainwashing. It's a lie. Well, and Rush is going along with it. The biggest talk show host that got a, an award for promoting what? What was he promoting, Kurt? Well, um, at least the award he got from the president, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, he got an award for being... It's called the Liberty uh, Award. Yeah, How do you right. get the Liberty Award when you pro promote democracy? Folks, I don't get it. Yeah, good point. I don't want but, to uh, promote yeah. democracy. In fact, I think that will destroy our country. Want it? Yeah, he said that uh, when uh, uh, Biden had this little slip up, you know, he said, uh, here's what he was supposed to say. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are <laughs> en endowed by their creator. That's what he couldn't say. Democrats can't acknowledge God. This is where plugs, that's what he calls Biden, to me is showing signs of being mentally with it. Plugs didn't forget God. What Plugs realized is he can't mention God as a Democrat. God is the ecology. God is climate change. You can't mention God. This is a party. God gets booed at the Democrat convention. And by the way, I agree right. with Rush on that fundamental point. I just disagree with this idea that he's the doctor of democracy. And if he thinks he's that, he's out in the weeds and he's going to destroy the country. I know that sounds like a simple misstep and not really an important issue. But the difference between a democracy and a republic is literally the difference between God and Satan, folks. I'm telling you right now, a democracy will destroy this country and evolve into a flat-out tyranny. All those roads, you know, democracy, socialism, communism, they all lead to a road of tyranny. The only thing that balances the pendulum in the favor of liberty is God-fearing Americans that understand we have a constitutional republic. Okay, there is no other way, folks. I'll stand on that till the Savior comes. God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs>